Hello, and welcome to Roman Go Lightly, a podcast for creative adventurers. Hey guys, it's me, Laura. Before we get started, I just wanted to say a big thank you to all of you who made Season 2's launch as incredible as I could have ever imagined. Thank you so much for all the Instagram shoutouts, the Twitter retweets, and everything in between, emails, even my friends saying hey. Um, it's mean a lot. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Laura, and I'm the creator and host of this podcast. Um, and also I write over at our blog, which is all about giving you the resources to lead the adventurous and creative lifestyle that you crave, no matter if you work nine to five or if you're a creative entrepreneur, a full-time traveler, we believe that adventure should be happening in large and small quantities, both locally and abroad, but we definitely should not be waiting for an opportunity to hop on a plane in order to find that sense of adventure. We also believe in everyday creativity, which means we want to find those little moments of beauty and we want to admire everything that's around us and invest in our own interests in art and how we can invest in our own inspiration. Yeah, so each week I'm going to be sitting down with people that inspire me in order to extract ideas and inspiration to help us all find that adventurous and creative lifestyle that we crave. Thanks guys so much for your kind words. Um, Hey, if you want to take it to the next step, if you like what we do here, yeah, let's lock this thing down. Go to iTunes and leave us a review. Whenever you do that, it makes us um, it makes us more searchable for other creative adventures. So we want to get you inspired. So help us inspire more people like yourself. It would mean a lot to to me and to everything that we believe in here. So yeah, take it to the next step if you're feeling like sharing the love. Today's guest is Grace Taylor, who is the creator of Provincial Magazine, which is a high-quality quarterly magazine, which believes in inspiring the balance between work and rest, and how we can lead a creatively simplified lifestyle. Grace Taylor's creative journey started in the chaotic and crazy New York City, but her experiences studying in France inspired her to value this very French notion of rest and relaxation. So Provincial Magazine is basically the extension of these experiences that Grace has had, and she has basically curated this magazine in order to value the work and rest balance um, and that French notion of valuing the little things, drawing inspiration from the simple, those beautiful moments that we overlook way too often, which I think is perfectly aligned with what we believe here at Roman Golightly. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Grace. Um, For those of you who don't know Provincial or about you, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your creative journey? Absolutely. So uh, I was born and raised in the South, um, surrounded by lots of country music and and lovely, lovely people. Um, But my creative journey really started um, when I was 18 and I moved to New York City and I was just surrounded by all this culture and all these new things. And, you know, it was a really challenging time of my life, actually. I didn't know how challenging it was going to be to live in the city. Um, but I just was immediately just so taken by the architecture and the, the seamlessness of the uh, cityscape and everything about it. it was just so inspiring to me. Um, and then when I was a junior in college... I studied abroad in Paris, 
And Paris was like anything, unlike anything I've ever seen. It um, completely opened my eyes to a whole new part of myself uh, that I had not tapped into before. And what was most inspiring to me about it, um, as I spent time both in the city and in the south of France, I just was struck by the efficiency and the productivity, but also the excellence um, in the craft of, of people there, but also um, their ability to rest was so amazing to me. Um, coming from a city where everything is so chaotic, people are running around grabbing at every opportunity, and it just kind of feels like this rat race. And then in France, I was like, wow, everyone's doing just as much, but they're so calm. Like everyone is so relaxed, but they're still so excellent and so productive. And it's such a beautiful thing. Um, and so that really sparked in me something that I was like, I think this is what I'm made to do. I think I'm made to discover this thing called rest um, and balance and partner with that with creativity and simplicity and beauty and um, just surround myself with that concept. So when I got back from that, I really just dug in deep. I was working at an ad tech company, actually, and was learning a lot about um, the internet, learning a lot about advertising, learning a lot about that uh, whole industry. And so I, I thought to myself, well, maybe I should start something online. Um, and so I did. I started Provincial Online March of 2014 and had a friend help me build a simple website on Squarespace. And from there, it just kind of grew into this thing that I, I wasn't necessarily planning for, it just kind of happened. Um, and maybe that's a later question, diving too deep into it. But um, yeah, that's kind of how it started. Um, and that's what really inspired me creatively. I think the beautiful thing about Provincial for me is that it truly is what I feel like my life's work is going to be um, in terms of concept and vision. Uh, and I think that's why I've been able to push through hard times. I've been able to push through moments of not knowing what to do or feeling like I need to give up or like this is failing or this is whatever um, is because it actually feels like a total reflection of what's in my heart. And so there's really no other option. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I, I love that you brought up um, this idea of like this French uh style of living because I think the French are so wise in their ability to balance work and life and they value rest and they value this sense of peace and tranquility. Whenever I've met, it's crazy, whenever I meet French people, it always seems like their culture values that time off. Like there's yeah. work and then there's life. So that's so interesting. Yeah. And um, now that I know that about provincial, I feel like I have a deeper understanding about everything that you're coming from, which is really cool. Yeah. Tell us about uh, more about how you came into this idea of creating a magazine. Yeah. So the name provincial, it's named after Provence, the southern region of France. Um, and it's also a real word, too. But I changed uh, the spelling to be provincial instead of provincial, which is a word that means simple minded. Um, and from there, things just started kind of flowing. I, I've always loved print. Um, I've always been kind of an old, 
old soul, very old school. I just love books. I love newspapers, uh, anything I can smell and hold. And there's a store in New York called The Strand, and it's a bookstore, and it's a hundred and or 18 miles of books or something like that. And it was my favorite stop in all of college. I just loved it. Um, and so it's always kind of just been in my DNA to love paper and um, love art and love showing art. Um, and so I really started to get into quarterly magazines, though, not until uh, about 2013, 2014, when I found Kinfolk, I found Serial. Um, I found all these different publications that were so inspiring to me. Um, I actually almost went into um, a fashion magazine internship in college and for some reason felt like it wasn't the right move. Like I loved print and I loved beauty, but it just wasn't, wasn't right. And then when I found these publications, um, it was more of a lifestyle. I thought this is it. Like this is exactly what I want to do. Um, and so I started online because a, I had no money <laughs> and no time, um, cause I was in my senior year of college and I was just so busy working full time, full time student. And, um, I, so I started an Instagram account just in faith of like, I'm actually going to do this eventually, but first I'm going to start it. I'm going to start a social media account and just see, see how people connect, see what happens. Um, and so I did that. And then as that started to flow, I, um, I had a friend help me set up the website. We used a Squarespace template. Um, and Squarespace is actually an incredible place to start if you're just starting because they have, um, things that you can really build yourself. So even though I had no idea how to code, I had no idea, you know, what I wanted. I know what I, I knew what I wanted to see. Um, and so I started it online. I had five articles and then I had people reach out to me who had been following it on Instagram for a while because I started that about three months before the site launched. Um, and so right away, people started to respond. Um, and that's what really that's what really drew me in was that people were actually responding to to this notion of balance between work and rest, finding the beauty and simplicity, finding that, you know, taking time to recharge and, and like take a beat is actually not going to waste your time, but it's going to make you more productive in whatever it is you need to get done. Um, that whole notion, like people really started to like click with it. And I started getting emails from incredibly talented writers and photographers who wanted to submit pieces. And so by the time I launched, it was, you know, full of these incredible pieces. Um, and, to start, I was like, you know, if I have to, if I have to write every article for six months, then that's just what I'm going to do. Um, cause this is, you know, I decided so fully that I was going to, I was going to dive in. Um, but by month two, I wasn't writing any articles, um, because people connected on social media, um, and they really, people jumped to be a part of something that, that they connect to. And so I found that to be so beautiful. And, you know, the thought in my mind is always like, I would love to do print. Print is, is everything that I feel like my life is about. But I also knew that I needed to start start smaller and, and start online and do what I knew I had the capacity to do. So that September, six months later, I decided to do a Kickstarter campaign and just see what happened, see if I could do a print run. 
And so I, I gathered everything together. I had all the content. I had the cover. I had a couple mock-ups. I had a friend help me with the video. Um, and I knew that it was going to be expensive because quality was really important to me. Um, and I knew exactly the kind of paper I wanted. I knew exactly what I needed it to look like um, so that if the brand did continue to grow, it would have been excellent from the first first one. And so I did the Kickstarter Ended up raising $22,000 in 30 days. Um, and from there, printed the first one and then printed the second and then the third. And it's been, you know, a slow process of figuring out figuring out the publishing industry and, and figuring out where I fit and figuring out, you know, how to run a business and all this stuff. But a magazine was really always in my sight because it's the thing that inspired my like lifestyle from the from the beginning so wow well thank you that's I think the one thing that has always stood out to me about provincial is your attention to detail and um I think the people I think people are really afraid that prints print industry and the magazine industry is dying and I think that it's changing and I think things like these quarterly magazines that are so beautifully curated like provincial like Kinfolk and all the others that you mentioned, Trouvet and Darling, these quarterly magazines, they they have such a really core focus. And it seemed like from the beginning, you had such a really deep understanding about what provincial is going to be. So what to what is your definition of what what it is to be provincial? That's a great question. I get asked this question all the time. <laughs> and I feel like I... I feel like sometimes I totally flop in my answer and I'm just like, uh, it means to balance and blah, blah, blah. So it's just so funny that you asked me that because over the, over the years, I've been trying to perfect this answer with, with all that's in me. Um, to me, being provincial just means, um, to live a balanced lifestyle, to be inspired by the simple, to make sure that you're taking time to rest, you're taking time to recharge, you're surrounding yourself with things that actually fill you up. Uh, you're taking time, you know, to notice the small, the details, like you were saying, you know, detail and design in the actual publication is incredibly important because it echoes the heart of the vision that, that details, you know, lined up with intention and thought can actually inspire and move someone's soul um, toward what a, whoever it is they're going to be. Um, and so being provincial or living the provincial life for me has just meant taking that extra 15 minutes to go to grab my favorite coffee, or it's meant saving my money so that I can spend it on the thing that that's inspiring me and that every time I see it on my coffee table or every time I see it, you know, a light fixture that I save for that actually fills me up in a way that makes me want to do more. Um, yeah. So that's it. I think you nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, I love the little things that you mentioned. Do you have any more tips for us? If we're feeling like, I feel like sometimes life, we get caught up in like, I know I do at least, I get caught up in these, you know, obligatory things that we have to do and sometimes we forget to make these intentional choices to slow down to rest to take a beat um so 
in what ways have you found, in smaller, large ways, how can we lead this provincial life where we do value um, the difference between work and rest and balancing the two? Totally. Great question. I think um, it's looked different for me in different seasons of life. Um, like when I lived in New York and I had just gotten home from France and this whole, this whole theory that wasn't fully formed as provincial yet, but was just in my mind of like, wow, I can actually rest and be productive at the same time. And I can actually, you know, I don't have any less work. I don't have any less school, but it's something in my mind that needs to shift of like, I actually need to take the time to stop at that coffee shop, get a flat white, stand at the bar, drink the whole thing there, take a beat, look around, be quiet, be silent, like have a moment, and then continue. So for me, for me in that season, it was a lot about managing my time. Um, it was a lot about figuring out the things that inspired me, because I feel like sometimes we can get so busy that we, we don't even know what inspires us. So, you know, whether that's scrolling through Pinterest and just pinning a few things, or whether that's um, having a moment to sit in, in just silence and just have a minute and just think about your day and just think through things, or whether it's making a list of places you want to go and what you want to see, or taking a minute to read the paper or your favorite book or, you know, even watching TV. Like some people are like, that doesn't count as rest, but it does. I actually think it really does. Like there's something about, you know, watching a story unfold and you can get lost in it. Or you can get lost in a movie, in a book. I think it's just letting yourself get lost in things and, and making time for that. And now, you know, I live in a small town, um, smaller at least, and for me, it's been a lot about creating space. Um, it's been about saving my money and buying things that really inspire me to go for more. Um, and it's been about finding time for the people that, you know, truly matter. And it's been about calling my mom and it's been about, um, it's been about buying plants and learning how to keep them alive. Uh, all these different things have just, uh, taking the time to fully stop all routine and responsibility for a minute and figuring out, you know, how long that needs to be and how, you know, what works with your schedule. And it's, it's not like a, a flowy, frilly thing. Um, and I think that too can get lost. It's like, it's supposed to be like so easy and so light and free, but it's, it's actually not. It's actually something you have to put a little bit of work into um, and it can actually take up more of your time at the beginning. But once you've created these routines for yourself, um, I've found for me that my lifestyle has just um, become more of what I dreamed for myself because um, I'm surrounded by the things that I always dreamed I would be surrounded by. But that's because I saved and didn't buy the thing that I could have just bought in the moment. Um, and it's because I, you know, woke up earlier and I went to get coffee and I had to get out of bed and that moment was really annoying but I did it anyway and I and I'm glad that I did because it's always worth it and then those things become a routine and slowly you're you're so thankful for them and they become easier and easier just like anything but at the beginning it's it's something you have to work for you kind of have to fight for it 
especially in this world, in this digital age where everything's, you know, thrown at you all the time. You just kind of have to stop and figure out, you know, what that looks for your life. I think it's so true um, because we are constantly being thrown so many images to keep on track, to keep keep up to date, to comment and like and always keep in touch. And our society does not, at least unless we make that intentional choice to not fall into it, um, it's easy to get swept up in the fast-paced culture that at least most American culture has right now. Um, and I think that's really, really true. And sometimes it is just the simple things like getting yourself a coffee in the morning. And sometimes yeah. it is just asking yourself what you need um, in, a, in a moment or two that would give you a moment of peace. Um, and one thing I find really interesting, too, um, I think one thing people wonder a lot about is, like, how do people find inspiration? Well, a lot of times inspiration comes when you are at rest, when your mind is not necessarily thinking a thousand minutes thousand uh, thoughts a minute. Um, And I mean, I always have my best thoughts when I'm either showering, running or driving these mindless things where I'm just having a moment to myself. There's nothing else going on. And that's just where that moment happens. And um, do you think that it's easier to find more inspiration for yourself too, when you work in this sort of scheduling out these moments of rest for yourself? Yeah, I think for me, I definitely do. Um, I think for me, I, I tend to get very mind tired and it's something that I remember even going back to, you know, when I was in school, like as a kid, just being in school all of day, all day and getting home and my brain, my mom would be like, why are you so tired? And I'd be like, mom, my brain is tired. Like my mind is tired. Um, and it's something that I've just dealt with my entire life is like I'm thinking so much all the time and I'm learning I'm trying to you know do the right thing I'm trying to you know, be whoever and I'm it's just so overwhelming um and so my brain would just get so tired uh, especially now with you know all these like you were saying with images just thrown at us all the time and information and endless things to discover. It can get so overwhelming to our minds. And so for me, like rest usually means making sure my mind is turned off. And it was, it's been learning how to turn my mind off. Uh, because if I'm not rested, my brain is really tired. And then if my brain is really tired, A, I don't have the full energy to be inspired in the first place. And B, uh, I force inspiration to me, it's just more exhausting. And so then it creates this cycle of like forcing myself to do it, forcing myself to do it, forcing myself to do it. And then all of a sudden I burn out and I'm exhausted and there's nothing I can do. And I can't, you know, get things done. I can't run my company well. I can't, you know, be there for people. And so I think for me, it just comes out of the place of like, I actually need rest and I need these times to recharge so that I can do better. Like so that I can do my life better. I can do my work better. I can find inspiration with my mind fully there, fully functioning, fully looking for it and appreciating it for all that it is. Um, and those are the moments for me that have been the most shaping. Um, 
especially, you know, being in France, I was, I was in school, but I also was kind of off of school and I just was able to roam. And there was something in me that clicked of like, I am not even working for it right now. I'm just fully here and I'm fully just being inspired by everything around me because I'm taking the time to look at it. So I think definitely for me, it's just been figuring out that process of like slowing down, slowing my mind down to pay attention. And also not feeling guilt towards it, right? Not feeling guilt towards the rest too. Totally. Because a lot of the time, you know, I would have this thought process of, okay, if I take a break right now, I'm wasting my time. I have so many things to do and it's so stressful to me to waste time. So that was the part, a huge part of the mindset shift that I had to work through um, was realizing and ingraining in myself that rest is never a waste of time, that it actually will make me more productive than if I didn't rest, and that it actually makes my work more compelling um, and more present and more to the point. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, I know for a long time the mantra for most entrepreneurs was hustle, 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 like, this sort of this uh this drive to achieve 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 at all hours of the day um and not not feeling for a long time I felt a deep sense of guilt whenever I would take a Sunday to myself and one thing that I think is more I I think it's coming more to the surface is this idea of creative wellness so that the idea of like yes you are taking a day to yourself or an hour to yourself during the day or even 15 minutes whatever it is, um, but you're doing this for the wellness of your own creativity and your own inspiration and your work. Um, and for anyone who this is resonating towards, you definitely want to check out Provincial's website and your journal where you share a lot of online content. But I do want to talk about your next issue that you have announced. Um, so do you want to tell us a little bit about its focus? Yes. So volume four uh, is themed Le Café. And it's also, you know, rooted in this French culture uh, idea of le café and what the cafes are like in Paris and what the cafes, you know, are like in Provence. I always noticed you'd walk by cafes and you'd have these long row of tables and people would just be sitting, lounging, having lunch, having a glass of wine, talking, laughing, uh, or some people would be by themselves reading the paper at all times of the day. Like, there's a cafe culture there that was unlike anything that I had ever seen. Um, and so for me, I was like, this doesn't actually even feel like a trend or like a trendy coffee shop or like somewhere you want to go and like be to be seen. But it's more so like, again, a mindset of this is inspiring me and I'm going to sit here and drink my coffee and watch people and be with people and so I think that's where it kind of resonates to the heart of what provincial is in the vision. Um, but it's also just fascinating to me, you know, there's stories, there's a story in there about a juice shop. There's a story in there. Um, what's the other one that's so different? Oh, there's a story in there um, about a girl who just makes tea at home and having the Le Cafe mindset, but at home. Um, and so you know, drinking coffee and, 
and drinking tea and going to a bakery and all these different things. I think it's so beautiful because it's so universal. Um, and you know, all around the world, we have this, we have this thing that we all do. We all go to cafes, we all order coffee, we all love pastries and we all just like to sit in cafes and, and chat over coffee about life and about inspiration and about what's next. And so I was like, I want to dedicate an entire issue to this because it's something that speaks to all of us. Um, and it's something that can include every single culture. Um, and we all have our little differences and our little nuances and our, you know, things that we do. But for the most part, it's really rooted in the same thing. And it's this concept of connection and inspiration and peace and, and, um, yeah, there's, there's also an international cafe tour uh, where we show different cafes in different countries in Europe um, and just the aesthetic of each and how inspiring that is, you know, to go from cafe to cafe, from country to country and, and see what everyone's doing you now when it comes to, to design and um, even interior design as well. I think like the appeal of cafe culture too is it it's definitely a place of connecting and and uh and having and also balancing that with like the more introspective side of coffee culture too most people if you're alone you're having a quiet moment and I think I I don't know I just when I found out you were doing a focused one on Le Cafe I was just totally intrigued and I'm really really excited to pick up the next issue because what you're saying is exactly what I imagine, that sort of sense of peace, but and also a place of connectedness because guess what? Coffee coffee shops are everywhere. Yeah. Um, yep. And they're always a meeting place for creatives and for quiet moments, but for also for, you know, banter and meeting new people. Um, mm-hmm. So it sounds like a perfect fit, and I'm really, really excited for the next issue. So looking forward I to it. Too. Absolutely. Can't wait. Awesome. So I, I, everything you've said so far, I feel like my heart rate has completely come down. I feel like, no, I'm being so true right now. And like, (laughs) like you'd be surprised. Sometimes I think that like, it's hard to actually verbalize what, what you do in a way that appropriately sort of covers everything in a way that doesn't seem robotic and it doesn't seem like you're, you know, reading off of a piece of paper and thank you. (laughs) So good. Um, so do you, I'm just curious, we're getting off topic, but that's fine. Um, do you, uh, does provincial work with different, uh, people all around the country? Like, tell me about who's on your team. Totally. Um, so it's me and Redding. Um, and then, my incredible designer is in Switzerland, actually, and he's a, f- a good friend of mine's brother, and that's how I met him, and he's just unreal. The communication is very difficult because it's like a day ahead, so it's either late at night or early morning for either of us if we need to chat, but he's such a brilliant designer, and I think that um, him being Swiss actually is perfect for provincial as well because they have such a minimal lots of white space aesthetic that something that provincial has always been and always will be for sure because I feel like white space feels like a breath of fresh air it just feels like a breath 
And, you know, I, I don't know why, but I never pieced together the idea of Provence with provincial. I, to me, in my musical theater head, I thought of Beauty and the Beast, but I never really put together well, yeah. Provence, you know? She's from Provence. There you go. She's like, bonjour, bonjour, <laughs> bonjour, 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 you know? And now <laughs> it's all coming together. Yeah. Well, so yeah. I said it first, but I changed the spelling. I really like I like the minimal spelling too. I think that's really really cool. It's very <coughs> modern and sleek. Well, thank you so much, Grace, for doing this. And um, if, where can we find everything that uh, that you, that provincial is all about? Where can we find you online? Where we can where can we find all the stuff that you're sharing? Yes, you can find us at provincial.com, P-R-V-N-C-L.com. Our Instagram handle is at provincial mag. And that's, those are the two best places to find stuff. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Thank you. It was really fun. Thanks so much, Grace. So guys, thanks for joining us for another weekly episode of season two. Make sure to subscribe, comment, and review. Again, we're really passionate about getting you inspired, and we hope that you can be just as passionate for our goals to reach out for more creative ventures. So show your support. It would mean so much to us here. If you're interested in what we're doing from day to day or to read some fun blog content on uh, ideas for local adventures and little acts of creativity in your life, make sure that you follow us on the blog at www.romangolightly.com. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter where we're pretty much sharing every day what we're doing and how we're staying inspired. All right, guys. So we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.